Alright, my name's Moonlands, and welcome to episode 2 of Mmcast. In this cast, me and my dear friend Jamie Mack discuss the topic of evolution. Our mental meander takes us from the vicious circle of chickens and eggs to the Hulk and his tiny little shorts to merging technology into human evolution. If you enjoy it, don't forget to hit subscribe on whichever platforms suit you. For more of my stuff, check me out on YouTube by searching Moonlands or Mmcast. Here's episode two. This week, uh, joining me on our mental meander again is, again, is uh, my dear friend. Are you, you going to say your name? I was or? hoping you would introduce Oh, yeah. Me. Well, it's Jamie Mack, isn't it? Hello. It's only Jamie Mack. There he is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, today's topic is evolution. As we said we wouldn't do in the last one. Yeah, we did say we weren't going to do Anyone who that. watched the last one to the end will know that we said we wouldn't do that, so we're doing it. We had so many good ideas, but that was the best one. Yeah, basically, that's what happened there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's see here then. I've, oh, did you have an opening quote? We had an opening quote? Funnily gonna... enough, I do. Do you want I do to have an opening please quote? Please crack out said opening quote. So from the infamous Mr. Sir Richard Dawkins, I believe. Okay. He once said that chicken is only an egg's way for making another egg. Right. Excellent. That's pretty deep. Thoughts? 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 Well, I'll be honest, it took me a second. It's not one that registered particularly quickly. What were you thinking thinking initially? I don't don't know. It's... I I didn't want to kind of go straight back to that what came first, the chicken or the egg, because that's just a ridiculous thing that well, people just get stuck in that loop, don't they? I'd like to get into that, because, oh, I, it's a shame. <laughs> because I do have... No, no, because there is, if you want, there's a fun answer that you can be definite about. You can, yeah. you, there, is a partic- there is a right answer, if you would like, in a certain style. So I, I'm prepared to present that, if you'd like. Okay. Which is... Uh, you know, to do with evolution, basically. So that's why well, it's, it's it's fitting. So it yeah. Um, well, what I like about that quote is this: the way that he's sort of the concept of removing intention, which I think is important. He's he's talking about to me that one of the things that I would take from that is it's it's removing any element of will. So it's not like that that a chicken necessarily is willing to have an egg. It's not that. Um, he's, he's, saying, he's highlighting the fact that an egg is just as much trying to be a chicken as a chicken is trying to have an yeah. egg. And we associate a chicken, say, with being a more of a developed and intelligent being that's trying to do something. Um, okay, yeah. It's and not like they're in the just pub be- and he's going, excuse me, Brian, I'm just going to lay an egg. Well, even, even, though, even though, obviously, you know, it's trying to survive, it's trying to reproduce and things like that, it's only a... a part of an equation it's just a natural process this live this live chicken that is doing things is a a a combination of processes uh, and it's as much a part of the cycle as the egg is and no there's no you know in the same way that an egg an egg can't will it to be something 
yeah. nor can a chicken. Yeah. yeah. So That's it's like, true. it's an egg's way of, it's like saying, well, well, how about we look at it from the point of view of an egg? Because they're both just as valid. Just because one's mm-hmm. got a brain and one hasn't doesn't affect this element of agency, if you like, in, in, in a broader picture terms. Yeah. I think that's what I like to take from that quote, because that is a fundamental thing about evolution and natural selection is that there, this idea of stuff choosing to be away, there's a reason and there's, you know, in terms of some sort of longer term will element. You've drawn a lot more from that than I perhaps did. <laughs> <laughs> but would you would you think oh well so do you think I'm saying No, I think you've hit the nail. I'm overgoing it, I'm overdoing it because No, I think that's generally like you said, you summed it up by saying basically he's trying to say the egg's just as important as the chicken. Basically there's no will in evolution. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Basically you can't continue the train the chain without that one egg. Mm. That one egg that one egg could stop the mm. existence of that species, yeah, yeah. basically, if it didn't exist. Well, um, if you want to... So now, that's, so that was it. We didn't really get to ridicule that quote as much as we did with the Stephen Hawking thing. We didn't really go into... There's another... Uh, Hawking? Yeah. Dawkin? I mean, it's Dawkins. You know, Hawking, Dawkins... Conspiracy. Interesting. Yeah. Some of the great, the great minds that we started these quotes off all... Some yeah. sort of, but let's not talk about conspiracies. No, because we don't want to go off on a. No, but if you want to, if you want to watch some conspiracies, go and check out my world sport conspiracy videos um, on my channel. So you've yeah. got a plug there, shameless. Yeah, I mean it's my channel. You're on here. Yeah, you're on here anyway. True. So no one's paying you for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bloody wish they were. Yeah. Um, you know, like and subscribe if you can. Um, I need to get myself some sort of income going on this. You know, just keep. keep Give me yeah. the views, keep refreshing. Yeah, just keep um, going. If, you do if, your if you're watching this and there's ads showing, um, it means I've reached a sufficient amount of views, so please keep refreshing, keep giving me money so that I can yeah. do it more. That's great. Um, As we sit I apologise for this ruining yeah, this mansion, country right? manner. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much ruining this current content by asking mm. for, for more money, which is probably not going to help get more, you know. You never know. So... Yeah, that's excellent. Appreciate. I uh, hope you appreciate my wasting your time there if you came to watch this podcast mm-hmm. about evolution. This is actually an advert uh, and a uh, what a ruse. and a, and an ask for money sesh. Yeah. Um, but we can put that on hold and talk, do a podcast if you like about evolution. Set it all. Yeah, I think I'd prefer to do that. Well. I think I'd prefer to yeah. do that. Genuinely, would like that myself because yeah, we made honest. notes and things. Yeah, there was It'd notes. So there's some. If those notes went to waste. So on the chicken and the egg scenario, everyone always goes. Have you, I don't know if you've seen that. Have you seen the uh, um, flight of the Concords episode where Brett is trying to get a job, and he's holding it. He's, he's got a job holding up a hot dog sign or something like that. And Jermaine's like, "Why? We need you in the band." And he's, he's like, "Yeah, but I need to do this job because we've got no gigs." And he's like, "Well, we'll get some gigs, and you come back to the band, and you won't need the job." And he's like, "Yeah, but..." We don't have any gigs, so I have to do the job. So, well, I can't. We can't get any gigs if you're going to do the job because we need you in the band. Like this, right, right, it's, like, it's a chicken or an egg situation. Yeah. Yes. What do you mean? What, what are you on about? And they try to explain the chicken and egg situation, and it's it's just quite a funny little sketch. Um, and the good way to resolve it in real terms, in evolutionary terms, is um, well, would you like to hazard a guess of which one truly did come first? Or does come first? Well, I imagine the egg came first. And why? Why would you say that? 
because the chicken must hatch from the egg. Well, no, 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 no. You see, he made a critical error. He made a critical error. Why, why would the chicken... Why is there chicken per se? Um, what do you mean by that? What do you mean the chicken had to hatch from the egg? It's not a trick question. I'm genuinely asking. What do you mean? Okay, yeah, I see where I've gone wrong. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me why that's not important. Seeing real dead in <laughs> Yeah, I've kind of driven right into a cul-de-sac there, haven't I? So, um, if the if the egg if the chicken hatches from the egg, right? Let's just keep with what you said there. Okay. If the chicken hatches from the egg, oh, doesn't that the mean egg come from? Does, well, doesn't that well not? Yeah, of course. But doesn't that mean that the egg must have been a chicken egg in the first place? Or is what you're saying, right? But why? When did yeah, this become? Yeah, yeah, when yeah, did this become point. a chicken egg? Right. Just think about evolution. Think about evolution. What are you saying? Because chickens didn't just drop into existence, did they? Oh, it's oh yeah, it's derivative. Excellent rustling outside. I yeah. hope that doesn't pick up on the podcast. For God's yeah. sake, really nice rustling going on outside when I'm trying to record a a podcast. It's really good. Um. It's not like I don't have decent enough mic quality anyway because I don't have sort of soundproofing or noise reduction. In your and we have one mansion. tiny little stereo yeah. microphone that's doing anything. Yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> the chicken has evolved from the dinosaur. Yeah, okay, so, so we're, getting, we're getting closer now. So the chicken didn't just like rock up as a chicken, did it, right? Yeah, go figure. So um, there had to be a continual process, didn't there? Yes. So, at what point did we go from dinosaur to chicken, for example? I mean, obviously, it's not that simple. You know, if we go back to how it works in evolution, obviously, a chicken had a common... You know, birds have been around as long as dinosaurs, so it it makes sense that the the modern-day chicken, you know, is descendant from, um, you know, prehistoric um, animals and has a common ancestor with, you know, perhaps a a velociraptor of some sort, you know, because obviously they're... They were famously more like birds than we see in, in films for the sake of entertainment. Velociraptors have that feathers. That makes turkey dinosaurs quite an interesting, <laughs> thing, isn't it? Because fe- velociraptors did have feathers and things like that, and they were yeah. uh, had, uh, you know, turkey were, dinosaurs are shaped like their. They, they are, yeah. Perhaps that was the inspiration. They're just yeah. throwing back to when That's velociraptors were uh, made. It just kind of roll off the top. Defeathered well, for yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, right. So. So one, one minute it's a, a, a dinosaur, let's say, yeah, Velociraptor. Next minute it's a chicken. That's a right. quick transition. So what, how does it? How do we reconcile the egg and the chicken thing in this scenario then? When did the chicken turn up? When did we have a chicken egg? Became a chicken. There's a point. There's a point I'm getting to here. I'm just trying to see if you can see where the, the problem is. I feel like I probably knew this at one point. <laughs> I pushed it because I'm saying there's a correct answer there's a correct answer to what came first the chicken or the egg right why is it that that there is one that must have come first in evolutionary terms Is it because we all start off in the water? <laughs> well, you're getting closer. It's yeah. like a tadpole. Well, you're getting a lot closer, right? So yeah. here's the thing is, because uh, you've avoided 
falling into a different trap. So we'll just come out with the answer. Oh, okay. Which is like, as far as, as far as I'm aware, eggs as a thing came first. So the egg, i.e. an egg, any egg, whether it's a chicken egg or not, came first, right? Evolutionary speaking, we have reptiles and fish and things like that yeah. that, that famously laid eggs long before birds and stuff, yeah. right? So that's that solved. But the problem that people often fall into is like, yeah, but the chicken egg, though. Did the chicken egg come first or did the chicken come first? Well, then, yeah, now you are at some sort of ridiculous impasse. Because people seem to always think of, I don't know, this might this might shed some light on why I was like trying to ask you what you meant by what do you mean a chicken egg? Which is the thing that people always forget is about this really infinitesimal, just slow, tiny transition where there is no point when there was a bird before that was like a chicken that wasn't called a chicken, it was like a nearly chicken. Then close and then one egg came out and it's like, now we've got the chicken. Yeah. It's not like that, is it? Turkey perhaps. It's not that that never happened. Probably wasn't called a turkey by then though. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we can look at a line of loads and loads and loads and loads of chickens and go like the modern day chicken looks like this. And we could come back to a point where like, okay, now they've started to look a lot less like the modern day chicken. But the point is it's completely seamless. You would never be able to visually see because of the pure, the tiny, tiny incremental changes and the scale at which this happens. You would never be able to see where this point is where it's like, yeah, oh, it, suddenly it, was, it, was, it was chicken 0.5. Now it's chicken 1.0. Yeah. Like, no. So so the, the whole, that's why I was, I was seeing if you were, were going to roll okay. on to that when you said, you know, a, ch- a chicken egg. I that. It's a, it's a philosophical... It's a it's a philosophical problem of uh, like essentialism, as we call it. Like a lot of people see an animal today and they think of it as like a rabbit or, or a chicken, and really there is no, you know, set. There is no premium chicken uh, mm. idea. There's no set caterpillar idea. It's just a, a, a process. It's just on a process. It's just a constant constant thing it's just that we're existing in such a short time frame that obviously to us nothing's changing at yeah. all um i mean you could you could even say let's say for argument's sake that now it isn't changing let's say they are but it's all like set, if you but... live with someone you won't even notice them age <laughs> yeah exactly so how the hell are you going to expect yeah to notice you were, speciation the only time you notice changes in someone is if you spend a time apart from them then you come back and it's like oh you're going gray or you're going mm. bald or you're a bit fat or whatever mm. Yeah. You don't notice if you like if you live with someone and that's still in that tiny minute time frame. You don't even notice those differences. Yeah, yeah. It's just really you funny. See every day. It seems so easy. A lot of people just. It's not that obviously when you explain it, it's like, well, yeah, of course, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, obviously, I'm not. You know, I did, hmm. didn't have an essentialist view of a chicken or whatever, but the way you talk about it and the way we go on about it, <laughs> essentialist it's, view. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, but it is. It's a pre-programmed thing, like. Um, that we perceive things in in such a way, and that's part we label of, things naturally. Don't yeah, we? and that's part of what makes it's for some people who it. say don't like you know whether even if you accept evolution, you a lot of people understand it. Say if you didn't read about it, or whether you just you're aware that you know it's the overwhelming um, fact of of how things go down. Um, you still might not uh, consider that that as a as a, as a scenario, even if you're accepting ev- evolution, or all you've never ever known is this, you know, that's a chicken and that's not. You know, like it's not, you know, these sort of transitional elements are not uh, natural because 
to, to sort of induce, it feels anti-intuitive like what do you mean a chicken's not a chicken it's yeah. like it, it's funny because uh, it's such a people just have a real struggle with the scale and time that's involved and mm-hmm. it's like so you can understand how some people sort of even if they say they accept it don't don't grasp you sort of saying that sort of thing but I don't know I just I just I find it funny I like the whole idea of like an essentialist chicken and the whole idea of something that sounds so trivial as a chicken and an egg getting right down to yeah. it but where did it really start yeah like? where did it really start <laughs> what's yeah. the brass start but yeah so if anyone says to you but what came first chicken or the egg you just well obviously the egg because you know eggs were around eight, you know ages before chicken so you can say that if you want yeah if you've never I will next time that, <laughs> I will next time yeah. it doesn't solve the if you've got no I've got a job because there's no gigs and we can't have gigs because you mean you in the band if you've yeah, got this job I mean that that's is one for another that day. is the classic that yeah. is the chicken and the egg so you can never that solve really the, is a the practical dilemma but yeah. in, in scientific biological evolutionary terms but do you need money so <laughs> 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 uh, um yeah, that's that sorted out for you. Yeah. Um, we evolved to need money. What, uh, <laughs> did you have, did you have some other things in the, in the thing there? Because I've got, I'm a bit concerned that I don't have a bridge way to get into it. I want to talk about something a little bit more wacky and I don't know if that's going to be Add difficult. Some, some other quotes. Go on. Hit, hit us with one and then I'll uh, see about um, advancing to, uh, so this is a Darwinian quote. Go for it. It says, One general law leading to the advancement of all organic beings, namely multiply, vary, let the strongest live and the weakest die. Mm. What does that mean then? Yeah, that's one of those ones where it's like pretty straight <laughs> up, pretty much a kick to the chest. That's proper like ye olde English. Yeah, um, I kind Pretty of, start. I, 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 I've got a lot to say about Darwin. I really want it get into actually because it's such an interesting sort of thing it the obviously the, the, there's problems that come up with that straight away aren't they like because if someone in today's society amongst humans for example if someone says that like all people are thinking it's like, what do you mean let the strongest yeah. live and the weakest today's die? society <laughs> <laughs> like but it, it, yeah. it's got nothing you know again it's got nothing to do with a Darwinist society is a problem, which well, we can well, come well, back to. But da- it, like when someone says Darwinism in societal terms or like, say, pol- political terms, yeah, that's well, that was very up. prominent in fascism. The whole, oh yeah, 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 you know, you know, let's just breed Aryan people and destroy who we consider to be the weakest in society. Yeah, I mean, did, did Darwin just create a race of what he considered to be the strongest genetic? There is like, I, perhaps, like as far as I'm aware, I've not read any information about Darwin that suggests he's it was in any way a fascist of some sort. Because he's purely like, <laughs> to extract what he's saying about a biological process um, yeah. that has no will because nature is naturally completely is separate from yeah <laughs> any political societal basically um, humans and domesticated pets. Have basically developed this idea that it's unfair, whereas any other species in nature, that is quite, yeah, quite yeah. literally how it works. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's you wouldn't brutal. have pity taken on you if you've you know a um a hungry lion isn't going to see an injured baby wildebeest and go, 
not today. <laughs> oh, no, looking, not today. Looking no. adorable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah now it's, that one's limping. I mean, there, yeah, there, you do see some things where um, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because like, especially in that particular scenario, that's a, a good example of where there is mercy levels are minimal mm. because it's a really survivalistic yeah. scenario. There are other areas in the animal kingdom where it's not so like you know you're not out on the savannah and it's just privilege and luxury struggling for yeah. food some animals aren't absolutely struggling to survive and so you do see interesting interactions between some animals that perhaps could be predator and prey but they're not in this scenario for whatever yeah, reason it's not desperation which is which is actually interesting obviously you but see yeah, it a lot it, with, it comes to i find it comes to to ease as well like for us it's it's, it's always been privilege um Privilege more than anything, really, that, that's made it so it's like, well, we don't need to kill each other. But if we were in a scenario where we had to kill each other for resource mm. to survive, if you were hungry enough, if you were desperate enough, it, it would draw people to do that. Mm. And, you know, like you were saying, there's animals and things like that that don't need to do it, but also having to catch prey would be one time consuming energy consuming you know it could go well there's food right there but yeah. it's a lot easier for me to go and eat that cabbage yeah although like the idea I like the idea of say like a wolf looking at his watch like oh, oh. do I have time to kind of I am knackered I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not chasing that it's funny that's and that's, a, that's an, another interesting thing about animals is the way that um, they are really economic really economic they yeah. will do their best to just use their energy in the most efficient yeah. way to get they won't they chase to something done. to the end of the earth like, they know when to give up even when they're starving to go they, they, they're aware hmm. it's that instinct it's that whole it, you know a really particularly a wild cat for example is, is going to know when to go that's a lost cause. If it's desperate, it'll chase it and chase it and chase it. Yeah, it does. It's but really, yeah, it's like... Attenborough documentaries and yeah. stuff to prove that this is this, the case. I mean, sometimes, it, yeah, they do get, like, distressed and, like, might make a, a decision that might be yeah. not best, but they it's do They do have a really good idea of where to, like, Draw cut their line. losses. Like, yeah. they'd be great at gambling. <laughs> Animals yeah, would be yeah. quality at gambling. Yeah, like, yeah well, it's, you know, it's not going to work, is it? It's like, or, like, just... <laughs> super, well, they wouldn't gamble. Or just supermarket shopping. Supermarket yeah. shopping as well. Oh my god, that's freaky! Animals yeah. go around the supermarket because they'll just be like, "Right, I only need that. I'm not carrying all that around." <laughs> yeah, the, the act. They'd be like, they'd be, they'd be consciously aware of their calories. Don't need peanut butter cups. Just literally putting this extra tin in this bag is going to mean that I've wasted more calories on this journey yeah. than I'm going to have by eating Trying this to food that around. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they don't carry yeah. carcasses around on the backs so like piggyback. Yeah. And that is the only it. time I think perhaps some wastage might happen because as far as the animal kingdom is concerned, there's like there's, there's just no waste. It's like waste isn't something they would ever choose to do or think about. Like the only time you would get waste is if because they're in that those situations where they need one deer or whatever, yeah. and that's all they they're, they're, all they can find is is one one deer, and they need the like, back of lions or whatever or you know antelope. They go they grab an antelope and they smash as much of it as they can, and you know they keep coming back to it. I mean you often see like. They'll they mm. will remember it and they'll come back to you and they'll eat it. And they'll learn, even once learn it's when completely to stop with the when it's gone. Well, yeah, even, that's when, when, it's even when it's gone and it's like sometimes they're so desperate they're like, oh my god, they will just eat everything off the burn. The only time they wouldn't is like if if they waste it by accident. You know, like for whatever reason they had, you know, one 
they had one there and then somehow they came into another one that was just fresher and, and better. It's just, it, it's hard to tell if they would ever make that choice because it never doesn't really happen. They tend to yeah. just get enough to to get through. I mean, I can't say, I'm not, mm. it's hard for me to make a lot of these claims when I'm not a guy who sets their studying lines on Savannah or whatever. But, yeah, exactly. You know, the, the waste is just not as a thing really when it comes to animals, is it? It's like, no, not at all. And just, it, and rightly so. Right. Yeah, so you don't know when the next meal's coming. Yeah, I wish I knew when my next meal's coming. I'm just to... hungry all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mine's probably going to be breakfast now. It's quite stressful being a human, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Realistically, never... it'll be breakfast. It's a long time. Actually, do you know what? It's about twelve. I, I know we're sort of being flipping there, but it's I can't. I have to say I can't remember what the study is, but look it up because this is interesting and it's certainly worth it for your happiness and your well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, evolutionary speaking. Oh, do you know what? In fact, I'll come to this. We'll have a, we'll have a little break. We'll have a yeah, little break. We'll have a break, and we'll we'll recoup. Hold and, that uh, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. Hi there. Hope you're enjoying the cast. If you're just listening to this but want some amazing facts about the transitions in evolution, you can hit pause and have a look at the text I put on the YouTube video. Right. Welcome back. Um, we were oh yeah I was just about to talk about something to do with um, your happiness and well-being with regards to evolutionary knowledgeings yeah so uh, you said something right before we stopped I can't remember what it was but what I was gonna say was was it like luxury oh when, when the next where the next meals when the next meals coming that from, is yeah. the classic thing right yeah now it's been proven I can't remember which, which study it's in. But it's been proven that um, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be sort of inflammatory here and just put it in a really Do basic it. way. Green is the best color. If green's not your favorite color, you're wrong. Oh, I know about this. <laughs> I do. Actually it's not know subjective. About this. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, it's subjective. What you like? Like some people like mauve. Some people like you know uh, turquoise. So, no, wrong. Green is the yeah. best. All right, those are hipster comments. We <laughs> do, hate them. Do you know? Do, do, you've heard about this. Tell me. Talk to me. It's now. If I'm if I'm correct, this is to do with uh, how humans can see more shades of green than any other color, and it goes back to our like our instincts when we were basically what's the word I'm looking for? It's primitive, a survival. Yeah. yeah, it's a primitive survival. Mm-hmm. It's not really a technique, right. but well. It's to do with hunting and environment, things like that. Yeah, you're 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 on Please you're on the right, right, right lines, but it's <laughs> you're in the ballpark. Yeah, you, well, was such a confident. You've gone, you've gone evolutionary. You've gone. You've talked about a scientific aspect okay. of green, right? Okay. The thing is, is it's a little bit more more simple, um, but it, it just comes down to um, the fact that we green is the color of life. It's in, and I don't mean that in like some sort of ethereal sense. I literally mean that's our food. We, you know, there's water. You know, there's oxygen. You know, there's sunlight. Everything else, like in terms of what's innately inbuilt oh, into you, what's innately inbuilt into you um, means that when you see a plant, um, you your subconscious is way more at rest than it is when when there's not. So. You're, and they found they've done multiple studies where they've had like say if you're sitting in a in a room with a plant or without a plant they you're always 
the, the, the happiness tests, if you like, and you can do this with literally measuring like, you know, endorphins and different chemical levels in the brain, that when someone has a plant knocking around, they're much, uh, they are not like definitively uh, happier. And they've gone I into why this is and what this is, and yeah. that it's not just correlation, it's not just a coincidence, it's, it's actually caused by this. Um, and so, you know, I don't know how to how, it's not like super strong. It's not like yeah. a really like, if you put a plant on your desk, you're going to be like, <laughs> all day well, long, there's a plant there. But but that is the thing. So, because it's about where the next meal is coming from. You've got a plant there, you know where the next meal is coming from. Yeah. I mean, not literally, it's a but, but it, it settles, it settles yeah. um, innate uh, inbuilt things within us. Like you're not going to eat it. Well, that's thing yeah. you're not actually going to yeah. eat. And obviously someone like may well prefer pink than any other colour. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact yeah. is... Like, like if there's no pink in the room, they will <laughs> shoot themselves. Yeah, yeah. some people yeah. will some people just hate, bad. hate all colours so much that if yeah. they're not living in a room... It's just black Just surrounded... Oh, I was going to say pink. If we were on pink just now. Maybe you switched to black and white. My favourite colours. Well, it's between the two. Well, actually they're monochrome, so they're not colours, are they? You stupid! Sorry. Yeah, I actually. Uh, what is your favourite colour? Side note. Um, orange. No, green. You. We just been through this. You <laughs> no. stupid man. It's green for God's sake. Orange. Is it it's orange. orange. Is it? Mm. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Orange is pretty good. I like green. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Well, you, you, yeah, absolutely. I, I like green. Yeah, you must do. Be mental. Human like instinct. I yeah, like of course green. You do. Yeah. Whether you like it or like not, green. you like green. Yeah, green. If you don't like green, you still like green. Yeah. Just deal with that. You deal have with that to. Yeah, you reconcile with the, the fact. All of those watching, you know, uh, of the three of you. Yeah. Um, if any of you don't like green, just think about this. You do. Okay. Mm. So. You actually deal with like that. green. Um, the Hulk's green. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Hulk's not a good advocate for that. Quite cool science. Though. Thankfully, he is a fictional character, so I can yeah. kind of get. Well, actually, no, because did you know the Hulk was grey originally when he first? Fuck off. Yeah, that's anyone who's a Marvel. I'm see this is weird because I'm not that fussed about Marvel really. I'm I just gonna really put don't. my hands up yeah. and say it right. All um, these feel like the Marvel film franchise at the minute. I'm not anti-Marvel. I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to overstate think it's this. Been well and truly like wrong out. <laughs> certainly, when I was a child, I was much more interested. Definitely. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying that despite not being a big fan, um, I've, I, for some reason it's just a piece of data that I know that the Hulk, Hulk was grey. Grey. Um, and I think it was like a. What colour were his shorts? I think his shorts were still like a dark. Like a dark purple. colour like that, or whatever, like you know, the jeans think or purple. whatever. Or, well, I don't think they were purple, no, they were just like the clothes that. I thought he had purple had. shorts. No, no, he does have purple shorts, but not in the. Were well, his trousers purple? Have you ever watched like the old ones with. Um, what's his face? Purple. You know, the bodybuilder that used to do it. He was always just whatever. Oh, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever Lou was uh, wanting to burst out of, it was usually some form of denim, which you know always demonstrates just how that's, muscular you are. That's if you're pretty strong. Right, out yeah. of. And always, despite how big, all ripped grows, underpants. I mean, this is, uh, this is. I know this is age-old joke about the the old the Hulk as the as the lad goes, yeah. but everything else gets torn off. But his little his little shorts are always hanging little on shorts, there. Yeah. Always hanging on. Which uh, again, and I they feel like with him. What's all that? About? I feel like I feel like the elasticated. Okay, 
this is one of those things we talk about back in the, the really early podcast when we were like, there's certain things in a fantasy world when if you're going you're gonna to decide, okay, this character can do this stuff, yeah. then the other things around it need to kind of make sense with it. It's like, these yeah. are just a normal pair of you shorts. Can't just go, these aren't a magical Hulk shorts. Green, like, muscle <laughs> man. This, you know. Yeah, what do you expect? So, no, you can't just do that. You he, can't just suddenly just make things up. And it's, he, he didn't, like... His shorts didn't become super hulky too. Yeah. Like of all the clothing, for some reason, it's all perfectly relevant to shorts. evolution. By the way, <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, definitely. Um, which but mental meander. We're, we're mostly getting... people like, like you were gonna. I believe we were gonna move on to sort of. Um, do we? What was it? Do we believe evolution's happening right now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do do is there? Do you think we are still evolving? And then a separate question. Which yeah, we get I don't to think we'll ever stop. Really, but I think it'd be weird things. I think it'll be things in society, but society always changes. That's the problem. So it's hard to predict. Like for obvious reasons, um, things like average height and um, go on age, age, yeah, uh, are two things that increasing, constantly increasing. But that's mm. through you know medical care and things like that mm. um, height I um, can only assume that's just through genet- like basically just worldwide genetics or well I don't know I think some of that and- can come down to health as well I think height and diet and um, things like that and obviously so when you look at when you look at the difference because the thing is why it was so, like the, well, the, the thing is so the actual yeah. uh, height of like especially in the UK and like in terms of the industrial revolution a lot of people were very very short and that wasn't actually reflective of their genes or evolutionary yeah. state at the time it was due to the working environments due to the condition of the air due to the early ages of being at work and mm-hmm. all these other things stunted stunted people's growth. growth quite a lot so people were smaller and they yeah and i didn't consider that actually but actually people were uh, evolutionary speaking taller than that it's just that they were they were forced you know, to. So be, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much taller they would have been. I don't know how many stats, <laughs> yeah. stats but like actually, why not? Do you know if you were living today, mate, you would have. Uh, you'd, you'd be, be a right tall fellow. Yeah, you. yeah. yeah you, it was just because you that were down shame. in the coal mines all the time, and for, from when you were six years old, that you yeah. never got never got any. Um, but it's interesting because um, people's attitudes, even towards like, but yeah, um, <sighs> getting my words out. Appearance, mm. like people are more aesthetics. 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 People are more conscious of their appearance and how they look, and go like talking about the Hulk. It kind of remind me, it's this whole shorts. thing of yeah, people. But then again, it's it is always kind of a small section of people. It isn't representative of everyone. It's not like everyone's suddenly going to the gym and getting super hench. Mm. But super hench. It's He's a common. different superhero. Yeah, but people people are generally thinner. I think. Are, People always say, like, oh, obesity's rife. And I was like, yeah, but I think particularly in young people now, it's because, like, well, bin, like, binge drinking and stuff's gone down. Massively. I don't know. I, I, I actually am really not familiar with the stats at the moment, broadcast. but I have to say that we clearly are living in a world where we are more capable than ever to be the fittest and healthiest we've ever been and the fattest and unhealthiest we've ever been. Easily, we are yeah. literally capable of being the best and the worst right now. Like society has not ha- achieved such great no. divide. Like you, the, we, the people we have now in terms of unhealthy are like the unhealthiest we, that we have ever seen, yeah. and in a really big way. Like way more people now are unhealthy 
to a, a ridiculous degree than they ever used to be. And it freaks me out. And I was, I was, I was talking about this the other day. And I know that, I mean, to some extent, because we're talking about really sh- recent change. These are such small. This is not like what you might regard as evolutionary. Yeah. But this kind of thing, when persisted, could eventually be an evolutionary change. I mean, we know it takes millions of years and stuff. but um, And we can come back to... Because I do think we are still evolving, and I think it's important to come back to why and how that might be the case. Because there's a lot of things to talk about there. Yeah. Like, but but just for just in terms of like health and diet, um, when I look at The Office, like this is how I always judge it. The first season of The Office, Ricky Gervais is in that. He's supposed to be fat, and you know, it, scientifically, realistically speaking, evolutionary terms, yeah, he is. Yeah, right. he's he's not a, a, he's overindulging. He's not really in a healthy weight, yeah. but like, but if you actually look at it, Pete, I don't know if you've not seen it for a while. What, what, I don't know what your mind's eye vision of David Brent is, but um, he's not not that big. If you were to compare that now, you'd say he's just normal. Yeah, and you would just say he's a regular weight, regular fitness kind of guy. I think a lot of people would. They might you, you some people might be saying, like, no, 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 come on. It wouldn't you be the first you're exaggerating. Mind, people wouldn't even person. like bat an eyelid at the shape he's in, I don't think. And like when you look at Neil, I think is it, is it Neil, you know the really big chap. The guy oh, who's yeah, like the hilarious guy. one who sits there like the what are your what are, what are your what are your uh, skills accounts. Like oh, that's your, your, your job um, yeah well, your weaknesses that guy and now he's big now he's like notes for like <laughs> today you'd see him and you'd be like oh you know he's looking pretty unhealthy he's pretty fat but like the David Brents of the world just not even noticeable like our standard level what I'm, what I'm getting to is our standard idea of what's fat, considered fat like, and unhealthy is way above what it ever used to be you have to get way bigger now for people to because Doug that thing, thing. thing now as like, well so yeah. many people are just genuinely kind of doughiness. really really unhealthy and and fat in a way that's like wow this is pretty our standards our perceptions of what's like regular or normal have changed quite a bit and in the same way with the, the fitness freaks as well um, we have people that are like when you looked at who was bodybuilding back in the day, we do have like, you know, when you look at Arnie or someone like that, he's, he was big and his figure was incredible mm. and stuff. But then you look at some of the, the, the neater and tidier little like, you know, the the sort of the super ripped kind of guys rather than the big ones, the super ripped, you know, the ones who have guys like, who are like 0.0% like, body fat, right? Yeah. Those guys, the, whether they're big or shredded or both, they're way more mental than they ever used to be now. I know that like as ever, drugs as always is, is in there. But, like, we seem to have guys that are shredded beyond what's, like, you even thought was possible now. It's like, man. Which is unhealthy. Like, and your idea of it what, doesn't, yeah, what, what our it, idea of, like, a six-pack of being they ripped healthy, is, yeah. is, like, way more extreme than what it used to be. Like, yeah. if you look at some of the pictures of, of guys on health magazines and things like that, it's like, yeah, they look healthy, yeah, they look built. But if you look at a guy on a magazine now or, like, in a movie or what's considered big and buff, it's like... Jesus, man! This is like, like a silver back. You're literally a silver every back detail of so every muscle. It's our perceptions of what's like. It, it seems to be a lot yeah. more. It's like society always. Do changes. you not remember how skinny used people yeah. used to be? Do you not how remember you how unmuscular people like used that, to be? Yeah. Um, so, like everyone's growing beards now. 
Yeah, but well, beats is an interesting. I don't know if that will that'll probably phase out. That's what I mean. It's like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, we got it again. But how how, the, how does any of this stuff in general affect evolution? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Know it's know usually conditions, that. not attitudes. Yeah, because the thing is, really. um, yeah, that, and that's what I like to. It kind of does at the same time, though. So it's like, how do you predict it? How, yeah, well, that's what I want to bring it back to because right now, like humans in particular. I feel like the question of, I mean, we're all animals. I know we're all animals, but non-human animals, it seems to make sense that, like, obviously non-human animals, uh, I'm sure, of course, they. I feel like they're probably evolving just as whatever same rate they've been evolving mm. this whole time. And if anything, because of what we're doing to the planet, animals are probably having to accelerate their rate of, of evolution. Mm. Perhaps evolution in the natural world is accelerating, but us... It, it feels like it would slow down because yeah. the, we have we don't seem to have any survival pressures whatsoever yeah and that's no the desperate things. need to adapt that's what one of the things that drives for. natural selection is it just so happens that this giraffe could reach um, the leaves more more easily and more efficiently than the giraffe mm. that didn't have the longer neck and so those genes are favoured and the, the the giraffe population, you know, I don't know, mate. A giraffe could well have started like we're just like that. <laughs> but but like but we don't. There's this, this. So this is a an incidental pressure that changes the 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 you know what the animals that, that exist. That yeah. like the way the way in which natural selection works is sort of based around you know not in every sense. There are ways it works elsewise, but that where's where are our sort of survival pressures what what is still driving limited driving us i mean obviously there are parts of the world where unfortunately there is still a very very high survival pressure where it's yeah, a it's, constant yeah. strain yeah 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 yeah. but we but it's not that's not to say that we aren't still evolving just not in it just just in a, in a different way it's like again it just comes back to the, the whole will thing it's like just because we, like, say we had zero pressure to survive, which is obviously, I don't know how you could ever have that because we're always going to have to eat, we're always going to have to hmm. do stuff. and But it just means that things will change because then certain things aren't needed. Um, I, do, I do find it genuinely fascinating because sort of particularly going down this route, it's who and what decides why we change and when does it decide to change? Oh, it does, yeah, exactly. It doesn't. It's just doesn't, there's no decision. It's, it's no. This is what I find so fascinating is how it just it just happens. It just is. Yeah, it just is. Mm, yeah, and that's what I find a little bit mind boggling because yeah. naturally you always assume that something's in control. Yeah, it's it is funny. That's why people. That's it. why people. Um, you know, have to. They need a designer and all these other things and stuff yeah. to, 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 to be able it. to understand the world they, people need a concept mm. generally which is the whole thing in itself really I mean that's a, perhaps a discussion for another time but <laughs> yeah. you know it is intrinsically it linked to to evolution but um, I would say uh, it, the thing that amuses me is this concept of uh, I always felt terrified at how <laughs> plausible Wally seemed that film that Pixar movie Wally. Um, oh, I don't know yeah, if you've seen yeah. that, yeah. but if you if you've seen Wally, you'll know what I'm talking about. Which is where the human population, 
basically there's a great scene where it shows the pictures of the captains because the humans have had to leave Earth because they've just completely mashed it up. They think there's nothing left. So they get on the, the ship and they go, they're, they're so good at space travel now that they sort of live on the ship and they're moving towards another planet. It's going to take God knows how long. And you, there's a scene where you get to see all the ship's captains on the ship and the one when they leave they look like humans in fact it's a, a, an actual what's brilliant about this is they use a real life human picture so it's not an animated version it's not yeah, I remember that, it's yeah. a human guy or, or what looks like you know futuristic human guy and then as it goes down through the pictures you see this human guy change into the pixar animation guy hmm. and it's like that is genius that is just brilliant and it's like yeah all these things can change so much. You can't possibly predict. And it looks quite quick, actually. When you look at the years, it's like, yeah, obviously, mm. that seems insanely quick. But you never know how things might might pan out. But So the, the idea that we become blobs, because there's no... We're just a great big fat dude. You have no reason to... In a in a pod, so that every everything's controlled by machines. Um, you know, this comes back to what we were talking about AI the other week. Everything's controlled by computers. Humans don't really have to do anything. Everything's sort of they barely use that. They sort of use their hands. Like obviously, there's loads of ways you can interpret what's going on. But the essential way they sort of put it across is this dystopian future where human interaction doesn't really exist. Like every person's in their own pod. Mm-hmm. Everything's on a screen. No um, one has a reason to think about what they look like or what they do. Yeah, they're just they're just like. A ball Which of tissue, and like a, it shows. I'm sure at some point it shows that we get to see an X-ray of him, and like the skeleton is different. Like there's no now. skeleton anymore because it doesn't need to be, and yeah. things like that. And it's like, yeah, I just thought that was quite interesting. Quite, it's it's funny, but it's also scary. And it's not yeah. like I don't think that anyone's thinking, no, yeah, that'll be it. That must be it. Because I don't. Mm. It's so. That's what I love about thinking about how will humans evolve in the future. Because we can't even conceptualize. Um, the way we've evolved to now like yeah we can talk about it all day long about the processes and the, the timelines and the common ancestors and we can mm. look at the processes and it's absolutely incredible but it doesn't really do anything to help us imagine how, how this can go in the future when we're, when we're living right now in such a tiny tiny window of time how we could possibly perceive the future and obviously there's lots of evolutionary yeah. biologists looking at what are what is likely to and happen society as well because yeah. I know there's um because we're almost hitting a point where everything's advancing and like we talked about in uh the last episode mm. with like AI and things like that there's there's almost just people are almost so fearful of it that it's like it's happening but nobody really wants it to happen <laughs> there's like a, yeah. there'll be people that go oh, I think it'd be really cool I love that idea but a lot of people are going no I quite like simplicity it keeps me sane yeah yeah, yeah. like I agree it's like the simplicity would keep me well, sane this is the thing this is another thing that would make it this is probably what makes it most difficult to think about evolution in the future because um, we can't divorce ourselves from societal change and cultural change. All like, I, I find it much, I find myself distracted by if I'm thinking about what is the physical human biologically going to change like, to be in the future. I find that crazy to, to try and think how that's going to go and we can have vir- virtual hypotheses about what it will be but all, you end up forgetting about that because you get sucked into how society is going to change how culture is going to change because that's you know they're intrinsically tied evolution is intrinsically tied to culture and society and future particularly with humans and how how are you going to you know it, you just get distracted all you're thinking about is I wonder if they'll make movies like this I wonder if they'll will we have a, you know McDonald's anymore like you, you think of like these really simple things like how is Daft stuff how is the everyday going to function uh, well you know uh, are we only going to be you know it 
self-driving cars you know it's just because yeah it's, it's like that's a, that's what a really good example it's like obviously pretty, like in the next 10 have been told yeah in the, <laughs> well in the next 10 to 50 <laughs> years horrible. at least like i reckon 10 years or so could be i mean it could be sooner the rate of things are going we're all going to be in 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 automatic cars like no one's ever going to drive again like uh ha- someone driving a car will be like like really odd that'll be like something you would do as a special experience you yeah. get to go to an airfield and drive a yeah. real car yeah actually it's like everyone else would be totally it'd be totally normal for no one to to ever drive again yeah. and so and and like i know that's not evolution but you know that's all we yeah, can think I of think it's really it's, hard to think about a direct correlation a personal biological evolution and it's social so brains are going evolution. to be our brains are going to be overloaded and our bodies are going to be useless well one thing is especially with the AI again will probably some th- people think that a way to combat it or to work with it is to integrate ourselves so to to, to put super intelligence in humans so if, if because if computers are going to go off and do it on their own we need to tune ourselves up we need to customise ourselves yeah. we yeah, need yeah. to put chips in us we need to do um, we're going to have to compete against the machine race sort of thing you know we're going to have to compete against um, the computers which is just crazy and again it's like you know that's not a biological evolution of an individual it's like it's a societal it's a cultural evolution it's like you, you can't how can you conceptualise what a, a physical biological evolution is going to be when you're just completely flooded with the ideas of how culture and societies is going to you're gonna change. I just look. I just like the idea of everybody walking around with like. It's you always go back to eighties movies where it's like some cyborg guy and he's like got a little bit of metal on his ear here. Yeah. He's got a, a funky eye here. It's like and he's just kind of like <laughs> why? Yeah, 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 like an eye scanner. There's always got to be some visual aid to tell you. Yeah. Like they, like no, like we'd probably just yeah. look as we are. Like, as you do for a living. See like a big chunk. Like, Could ask it. Aluminium on his chin. Yeah. Like yeah, future mate, future, future. Yeah, Aluminium chin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll need that. Got, I've, got, I've got super AI in my chin because yeah. it, it's become cool now yeah. to have a metal chin. Yeah, I can scan my nectar points into that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, that's how yeah. you pay for stuff. Just wave your chin over the sensor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, so yeah, that's we'll probably uh, no, we should wrap another break. Yeah, we have another break. Wrap up there. We got to, oh man, there's a couple of things that we need to get through. So um, we need to get through. Yeah, we do need to get through. We'll be right back. Well, if you're still here, my thoughts are with you. If you're just listening but want to read more mind-mangling facts about evolution, why not hit pause and have a look at the info I've put on the YouTube video? Right. So welcome back. Um, we're still we're still pumping out this mm, cast. Yeah, we're still on it, yeah. Um, so we just finished. I just finished. Got repeating myself about you. Just it's just so difficult to divorce yourself from biological change without uh, constantly thinking about um, social and cultural change. Like I can't think about a physical change because all I can think about got to that essay word count. So right, I think I batted that over the head. Um, well, let's move on. Uh, I, I did what I think just a brief touch on the idea of civilization grades. You know how we the people the way we talk about civilization, where like you know stage one civilization, stage two, and stage five, and all this stuff. Yeah. Like once we get to stage uh, stage five or something, where that means we're a civilization that can avoid destruction. You know, so like an, an imminent threat of a, an asteroid or you know uh, self destruction, you yeah. become such a good civilization that you're capable of of 
just planet hopping, basically, and stuff like that. Like, you kind of want to think of that as evolution. It's, it's, it's an odd thing, but it's not actually evolution, is it? It's just... No. Because we're still... It's basically forcing your body to adapt to an alien especially, Yeah, especially as we're as evolved as we were are now, as, as, you know, we were quite a few, you know, thousands of yeah. years um, back. Um, it's like just because technology is becoming incredible and we'll move to other planets and things like that, oh, you'd, you'd like to think that's probably what will happen and may have to be what, what happens. It's not, that's not evolution, but those changes, because they're so dramatic, it feels like, it, you know, it just feels... Um, it's almost, it's almost like we're thinking, who cares about evolution when imminent physical changes that are greater than that are, yeah. are happening yeah. happening already but yeah I just thought, I just think it's interesting to, to touch on that as like civilization because civilization does grow with evolution but yeah um, it's more of a history lesson is evolution because you can only really you can only really study what's already happened mm. and you I mean I, I'm, I know people will predict like particularly the experts who have a better understanding of where where we're going and what what makes things change into what mm, mm. like what would make you adapt and why would it make you yeah adapt? yeah yeah so yeah. they'll be able to make someone some kind someone's of, got the finger on the pulse yeah somewhere someone will have some kind of idea they better do i'm sure um but yeah neither of yeah, us will two we, would will, be once we go to another people. planet will we somehow work a way to take off our the, the whatever technology we use to protect Will ourselves we from the environment. Scales? Can we transition? Can we make a thing where yeah. we transition from needing our spacesuits to wear oh, and eventually evolve to live on another planet because of uh, how long we'll be there? That'd be interesting. We, we yeah, become the Martians. True. We become yeah. Martians because we move there and eventually we work our way into like making it. it so that we don't need to use technology. We... Uh, it sort of naturally selected in the way we breed dogs yeah or we move to a new planet we what see we... what we need to do to thrive on it and we breed ourselves to to fit that planet we'd have to really I think, I think that's a that's quite a fun entertaining thing I like, think I mean, imagine if you're closer to the sun I mean there's moral you issues with people breeding wearing someone, sunglasses but... things like that you <laughs> yeah, yeah well no but yeah you would be like you would have you would just be born with radar yeah on. Um, and instead other, of sweat, other sunglass brands like are sun available. Cream. Yeah, exactly. Your sweat would be yeah. would be UV rays. Um, and your body begins so burned. Evolution would be like right. we'd just be right, guys. You really you we'd be completely monochromatic. We would yeah, be <laughs> absolutely. We'd just be granite. <laughs> yeah, we um, just yeah dust ourselves off. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe we'd we'd get like super Carpets super white skin, all and time. we like generate so much energy from reflecting the sun's light off our skin that that's how we live. Like we just yeah. beam out. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> naturally, all our skin's beaming energy onto everything, and we don't like we use to power transport with just yeah. Um, so blinding, you just you bump into people in the street, you'd be like. Oh, who is that? Because that, that's like one of those things which genetic engineering and like, you know, artificial evolution, if you like, it, there's no yeah. such thing. It, it's real evolution. It's just a sped up process. It's just... Yeah. And that that is obviously something that a lot of experts are looking at now as to well, how we can overcome we certain earlier. things yeah. and um, hereditary diseases. It's and pressure that forces it to... Mm. So to if we can, to we can uh, incubate ourselves and uh, we'll grow our race like from petri dishes so make sure that we can live on whatever planet we want because be we've horrifying. worked out how to get the conditions of the human body to become a piece a, of bacteria yeah 
But imagine yeah. going to all that effort and it turns out to be like Piers Morgan or something. <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> well, just like, like you grew a Piers Morgan. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, oh, <laughs> what are the like, chances? What? Like, <laughs> just like a scientist there in the lab, and it's like, what are you saying? It's happens instantly. Like you go through, yeah, a you go through all that painful like process, pop of like, them out. like having a Tamagotchi where you're going like, after it every day. And it's your, just like, yeah, your petri dish has evolved <sighs> into a oh dear error. error. <laughs> yeah. Piers Morgan walks out. Yeah, <laughs> what? Has You're already trying to like, hack your phone. You're like, oh, <laughs> just scientists is in there like, you just put it in, what have you done? <laughs> it's bloody it's happened morning. again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, that's a terrifying, that's more terrifying than yeah, and everything else. The idea that someone might accidentally grow another Piers Morgan. <laughs> last thing we need. Um, yeah, so that's fun. But uh, I was going to say, I was going to get into the... Um, the extended phenotype, which is um, because I, I guess you can draw allusions to that in, in with what I'm saying with respect to how we we tie our evolution ideas to our civilization and our buildings and our all all these things that we do in in nature. Like Richard Dawkins talks about this this sort of uh, thing that he's, he's written a book called the Expend, extended phenotype phenotype, and I think he's written maybe one or two on this subject but it's just so interesting it's so fun and um to think about and it's the way in which uh in nature they're the gene oh the selfish gene that's another book you're on it where uh, and i really hope i don't get this wrong or misquote him because it's already a, a a difficult concept to grasp i think i am i am familiar um, with the selfish where gene. he talks about um, the fact that in nature the animals like the genes themselves extend beyond the organism if you like or into other things so like a good example is like a bird's nest like that sort of evolves along with the bird uh even though the bird knows to build a nest and how to build a nest just through instinct and it's a, this is a natural organism it's not like well, well the the link i was making with with it's cities like and stuff is like obviously the fact that we like upgrade our civilization our technology in our cities is not an example of what you could call an extended phenotype because these are all like man-made processes these are but the, but the parallels you can draw in the way that over time and a beat like a, another good example is um the the a beaver dam so a beaver for some reason builds a dam and like perhaps there's really good coverage on how and why this happens but it's sort of an odd phenomenon the way that beavers live and they build dams they live they live and they yeah. exist and that's how they survive is by building their dam and it's sort of interesting to to think about what drives that and how that is because obviously they affect their environment quite heavily like the, the beaver i think is probably number two is a great example of the extended phenotype because they affect their environment massively beyond what their simple organism is, all through natural processes. So obviously the humans are number one. We affect our environment more crazily than anything else. Yeah. And, you know, and so we affect the evolution of the environment through, through our impact. Um, and a beaver does so in the way that the, the different wood that they collect for, you know, what's better at building a dam, this type of wood. Okay, so over millions and millions of years, the type of wood changes to be a wood that perhaps better suits dams, and so the types of trees that grow around it will, will change. Which is just and, a little And bit the bad, types of the way that the lakes form and, and what, what lakes are better for building dams on, what lakes aren't, what type of water, all these other things like, 
there's so many factors that affect that and, and have a direct relationship with the natural world and what other animals then live there and all this other stuff and the fact that the beaver's going to be gnawing away at the trees the the way in which the beaver's teeth develop to gnaw the tree affect the way in which the tree develops to be or not to be gnawed you know mm-hmm. so that that's what the in a roundabout sense the extended phenotype is if that do you, do, you, do you sort of you yeah I know what you mean it kind of it almost it's like, I haven't it read the books a for a while but that's basically yeah. the thing it's like this is not actually the gene it, it feels like it, yeah. it doesn't make sense to call it the gene it's not the genes it's not the natural selection but actually it kind of is it's all happening together these are all connected they are extended they are they are that is the gene having that impact yeah it's like, like I am familiar I'm familiar with um, particularly the selfish gene because I know that he's he's pointed out before that essentially we are just housing for genes and the genes are selfish in the sense that they basically do everything they can just to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah, the gene yeah, is yeah, there yeah, like exactly, I am yeah. just protecting me, so yeah, I yeah, can yeah. pass me on. And, and so that and there's and so in the extended phenotype, the genes yeah. do whatever the hell they want to the environment in these ways. Like not every animal has a great example. Like the beaver is just a great example of what I feel like he's encapsulating with the extended phenotype. Yeah. And obviously none of these things are like new, if you like. It's not like I mean these books are a, a yeah. few years old as well. But I mean when he wrote them like everything that he talks about is not new, but it's like it's it's this link. It's yeah, this it's, drawing it's a theory. this thing about. Yeah, but it's been able to get itself. your theory across as well. It's basically, it's ha- basically having the theory, and then it's another thing being able to get that across where people go. Oh, mm, yeah, but okay. like, but but it, I'm not sure. Instead of just going, I know how it works in my head. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the, 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 the phenotype it. thing is like a. It's not strictly like evolution is its own thing and, and, and the extended phenotype is like I feel like that's his contribution to a conversation within that subject like that is I'm not sure I'm not sure because it's a while since I read him you know so I don't know if it's like that's a fact it's like yes actually this is a gene and this is all the thing I, I'm not sure uh, um, I should probably have double checked it before I looked it up but I mean like it doesn't really matter really because I'm just talking about how interesting that idea is and and how that you know is related to to evolution. I think evolution is so it's so much more than you you give it credit for. Just even if the fact that we know what we know about genes and and the, and the 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 facts of um, evolution as it is 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 amazing enough without things like the extended phenotype coming into it. Is is is, is what I'm saying. I just like yeah. the, I like how broad these things go and how you can draw. You know, it's inspiring almost and uh, enriching to think about how the world, you know, how everything affects everything. And Yeah, it is mad how it's all linked. Mm. I'll tell you what, it's, this is a question. Go on. Which is Hit relevant. Me. It's a question that's posed to me quite a lot. Oh dear. Okay. Right, this this question is, why are, why are your bollocks so tender? <laughs> like it, not just like a mate. Yeah. Well, can you have a little feel, the feeling a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, do, uh, yeah. you mean you mean why are they so yeah, susceptible like, why, why to pain? Why are they like honestly like why is it just it's such an awful pain? Why why would they? Is that a genuine question? Why? Yeah, I've had people go. Why why are they so delicate? Well, what Shouldn't would you be really be? strong? It's like well, they're really delicate, so that you look after them. Again, it goes back to this whole selfish gene thing. It's <laughs> like basically, lads. yeah, co- according to your genes. Mm. Those two tethers are <laughs> the most important thing to them the because without them, it couldn't. That gene could not be passed on. 
Mm, yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, they, they are. God, like, I don't care about the rest of you. Yeah. The rest of like that little bit. Yeah. The hu- that little to go bit back your elbow to, there. To that go you back from the quote that we had right at the start yeah. of an, a, a, a chicken is an egg's way of making another egg. Yeah. The bollock. The human body yeah, is a bollocks, bollocks way of making <laughs> yeah, another bollocks. Exactly. Yeah, the bollocks way of making another bollocks. Uh, or two. Yeah. Or three or if three. the evolution gets yeah. its way. Yeah. But it's like, it, you know, it's pain. It's like... I would not want three bollocks. Yeah. I'd if you couldn't feel one, if they were a bit numb, If they were a bit numb, you'd be like tenderising the steak with it and Correct. stuff like that. It's, you'd be like just getting your mates to like, God. Yeah, I mean, I wish there was a ribcage around it. And then they'd be ruined and you'd be like, oh, good one. Your jeans would be like, good one. You are worthless to me now. It would be really good. And then it would probably like give you cancer or something as a punishment yeah, I reckon it's just that direct repercussions yeah. like people don't know but it's evolution has been keeping <laughs> yeah. this quiet evolution is yeah, actually a greater actually mind sinister. and it's like it knows what's yeah. happening it will get you. it will get try and yeah ruin its plan well actually you, I mean that is the case if you if evolution doesn't work out it doesn't like obviously it doesn't punish you but if you could you could describe evolution's punishment as death yeah, <laughs> by so getting eaten by you a predator, dead. you have no so, siblings. Um, you were you weren't good Sorry, enough. No offspring. So this say. this animal's going to eat you now yeah. because you weren't good enough. There's your punishment, mate. Yeah, you are just a corpse. So it's on like a I like the idea of someone like, no, I'm going to outsmart evolution. I'm just going to try really hard. I actually don't have the right genes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to use what I've got really yeah. well. I'm going to pass so on some really on. dreadful. I, I know hereditary for a fact traits. That I have got some yeah. shite hereditary traits. I am not the best geared for this, but I'm going to just work really. Really hard so that I survive anyway. I am you a evolutionary <laughs> moron with all yeah. people with like all kinds of hereditary diseases that I just I'm just gonna spread them on his <laughs> genes off. Oh uh, yeah, Fuck just you, to, to slip through the cracks. Yeah, yeah. it's just there. Uh, let's just really dirty up the gene pool. Yeah, right yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. Well, I, I've got uh, I've got a couple of things that I'd like to. To, to finish with it seems as we're getting towards the end um, but that was that's quite fun I like the idea because I tell you what I really would put a box around the balls I would like I just wish they were inside I wish they were yeah. not like I wish they had like I'm skeletal casing because yeah. like it's the, the whole thing the scrotum is kind of just, just kind of picks and chooses depending on temperature and <laughs> yeah, well, it, how no, you but feel it, like it is, where it is it has to be the right temperature that's why like yeah. it's like well, you know like well, when I'm in the right. bath it's like it's a great example they're just there like Love it. There's some Love there's it. some crazy things it, it, that really explain ha- the way that show the way in which evolution has hasn't got a will. I don't think that the balls are a great example, but to some people yeah. that would be no, because there's some really extreme stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. Like to us, yeah. that's a very close to home way of saying like that seems mental. Why yeah. would the balls be so fragile? Yeah, and like easy to get to and like they would you be just enough. wouldn't look after um, them, or would you? Well. No, but but someone would say, well, why if they are so important, why didn't we build? Why wasn't why the skeleton internal, built around yeah. them? You know? Why and isn't it internal? Yeah, that's the, very one cool. of the reasons why they're internal is because to, in order to be the right temperature, they need to be outside of the body. They need to be slightly yeah. cooler so that yeah. they. I forget what the. Well, I mean, this is just sex and people know this, but, but they can't be too like, cold. Is why they <laughs> can't do. be too cold? They do. <laughs> yeah. like we just can we just and like backstep into the cave yeah, a bit, just, whoa, it's like a bit on. of a wind outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but get to the fire, lads. But um, it's warm back there. But it is. It, it does seem mental, and that's because there is no way will away. It's just that that hap- that's just the way we got here. Is we 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 are as evolved as any other creature, whether it's an insect or a snail, just because we mm. look and are more intelligent in certain ways, we're just as evolved and there's no will, it's just the the balls are there and mate, whether you like it or not, whether you think evolution's messed up or not, um I'm afraid 
it's worked. Like, however yeah, much you yeah. want to improve it, it works. Because if you didn't evolve, it's literally you would just perfect. Die. Evolution is perfect. It's there to basically keep species alive. <laughs> you can't. Like, the reason it happens, it doesn't just do it because it's like, oh, we want to be bigger and cooler. It's yeah, it's like, connected to so many things. Yeah, it's, there's so many. It's like the whole, you know, the whole Darwin thing of he discovered a bird on one island had a longer beak than the other because of what they ate. Yeah, 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 and it yeah. was like basically, if if they swapped islands, they'd die. Now, basically, coming coming back to Darwin, um, have you got that quote? Because you found a quote from I did who was find it from. Quote. It, it was, was Darwin. Somebody, I think. No, but it was about Darwin. Oh no, sorry, it was somebody else talking about. Oh, sorry, it was science. Galileo. Galileo. Right, yeah, I Galileo. mean, I don't know if this is if this is on brainy quote or something. It's probably not. Probably not um, Galileo. But Goodreads.com. Yeah, I don't know how good they are. I've I don't know seen, how good they seen are. Seen some serious misquoting on um, various sites. But let's have the quote anyway, Gandhi. It doesn't matter really. Yeah, <laughs> the quote is the good thing, so let's yeah. have it. Smash it. I do not feel obliged to believe that the same God who has endowed us with sense, reason, and intellect has intended us to forego their use. Now, what's that mean? Then? This is pretty inflammatory to some people if you're of the religious inclination, right? But I think actually it doesn't matter whether you're religious or not, this quote, because, yeah. and, th- and, and this is where I want to wrap up with Darwin, because, you know, he's the, he's the lad. He's mm. the evolutionary lad. And, and it, most people, unless you're a creationist, which, you know, there's people out there, I'm like, there's no point getting into that, but <laughs> most religions and most re- very religious people do also accept um, evolution. In fact, the majority of all religions and religious persons uh, accept evolution. Um, but the point is, that Darwin was a religious bloke, right? To me, Darwin is like the epitome epitome of a scientific fella, right? Because mm. you think so. It, well, in the in the face of everything, like you said there, like it, like imagine whether you for some, I don't know what, what what doesn't matter what background you come from. Imagine everything you believed in told you X was true. Mm. And you, and everything's you been put discover you discover something that tells you that's not the case. How scientific do you have to be to remove your personal bias? Because we have personal bias in absolutely everything you, we do. Oh, it doesn't matter yeah. how scientific you want yourself to be. You say, and I'd like to think yeah, I'm pretty. Did good I at all this. you want? I'm pretty pretty good at just like all right. What is the science? What is the evidence? I'm skeptical. Yeah. To the prove absolute, it basically to yeah. the absolute maximum. And the same and, and prove it and. But when you're in a, in a world when you're just you're programmed to completely disagree with what you're discovering, not only did Darwin, like I don't know how in, I don't know how intensely he re- religious he was, but it's the idea that even like even if he wasn't religious, it's like if society was against him, everything was against mm. this this thought that he was developing, and not only did he. Uh, realize because because other people had t- there was one or two scientists I forget the other guy's name now but one of the other blokes had sort of discovered this natural selection thing he'd sort of seen that something's going on here but he didn't actually make the link didn't realize that this could be everything this could be the thing that is life this is like one of the most in- th- well the, yeah. possibly the most incredible thing that's ever been discovered at the time anyway and it's- and he. And he didn't make that connection. Darwin managed to make that connection. He managed to realise, oh, 
this could be driving everything. And then, I mean, there's things he got wrong, like he got genetics like totally wrong, but we've sorted that now. Understandable. Um, but like we'll everything that he did, like the way that he, his, because evolution, it just spans everything. Evolution, when you're talking about life and science, it kind of just comes into every subject. It, it just comes into, you know, just geography and biology and, um, you know, just, 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 it spills over. It just spills over into all kind of scientific subjects. And so he managed to, to encapsulate this, he managed to realise what it was against him, his beliefs and against society. Like, it was, it was like heresy coming forward to, mm. and saying what he was saying. And all he did was look after the science and be disinterested, as it were, and logical and pragmatic and experimented and got on with it. Yeah, he did it right. And here we are yeah. t- talking about, like, evolution because um, of this because of this chat. And I think, like, it's, it, uh, you know, you people didn't, you didn't have to complete the study, you just had to start it. I'm not trying to sort of paint him as some sort of hero, but I think some people perhaps, because the scientific value, the scientific method is just so important to just, just how you get on with your life. Mm. And if there's ever a great demonstration of what it, what that means, you know, then, then Darwin is, is just a, like a great explanation of that. And evolution you can we can talk all day like we just have about how awesome evolution is <laughs> but um but i think perhaps it goes, it goes, it goes um, why do people love darwin why it's why pretty are people, cool fact hmm, why are people amazed by darwin and i like to think that that's a reason that not everyone's so, so bothered about or perhaps might not be on everyone's radar people just mm-hmm. kind of take for granted that yeah he kind of did this like just think about the scale of disco- discovery and everything that was yeah. against him and 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 about what it means to just but not, look at um, not just kind of poo-pooing it either not just going ah. or just hoping something's not true like yeah, how many just, studies just have you read it away how many or studies or have you read online where you know something and then something sort of challenges your thoughts and you're like I don't want to believe that yeah. and it's like yeah. imagine that you imagine it to and you did, so you, we can't even do it over how little felt things before. and yet he did it over like the biggest thing in the world he managed to just be a scientist yeah which is it's that, yeah, it's that whole thing. Of, We'd all like to think that. It's like, well, yeah, no, no. But following like, the crowd. We, we're, I'm biased. No, I can, I can look at just what's there. And you don't want to be the one guy who goes, hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he was that guy. He it's was like the, the guy, guy, you know, it's like the one person in class who was like, you know, it's the end of the day, it's last lesson, and the teacher's like, are there any questions? And someone goes, um, I have one. And everyone goes, oh. Yeah, you know, yeah. the bell's gone, and it's like, come on. Don't be that guy. Right, we've yeah. got we've got our thing. Let's stick to it, yeah. Mm. Mm. He's a uh, absolute lad. Yeah, absolute lad. I like his balls. Yeah, soft yeah. balls. He had some serious bullocks. Yeah, he certainly did. Quite so. the scrot on him. <laughs> Quite the scrot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I hope that was didn't just sound like some sort of, uh, you know, just like I was just getting all up in Darwin's balls. Uh, and you if you already be, yeah. if you've already considered the greatness of Darwin without that little spiel at the end there, mm-hmm. if, then awesome, fantastic, Oz de Boer, yeah. yeah. But uh, obviously he's been celebrated as much as 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 he put. Yeah, we. But you know, you don't overdo I mean, he's it, on yeah. the, He was on the ten pound note. That's a pretty big deal. And yeah. But but, but you know, if if there's one I've reason, used if there's pounds. a reason why, that's one right there. So yeah, um, he's literally in my pocket. Well, is he? You yeah. got some old ones still. Oh, is he not on the new ones? No, mate. I'm not that I'm aware is he of. Not? Yeah, I was devastated. I think he should all. I think Darwin is like. 
Darwin and Newton never should be replaced. <laughs> they just uh... come on, mate. Don't you oh, it's Jane Austen. That's right. Was. I've never actually well, checked. Welcome to uh, the modern day. Well, that's no reason to be upset. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, that's not to diminish anything that Jane Austen has brought to the world. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. She's, she's just saying she's a, we're on we're, we're on Darwin at the minute so yeah yeah just pipe Fuck down her. pipe down Jane <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh, anything any closing statements because uh, I think the camera's about to uh, not at all thanks for watching yeah again and join us next week when we'll be discussing. There we go. I trust you enjoyed this episode of Mmcast and uh, our foray into evolution. Join us next time for episode three in which we'll embark on another mental meander. The topic is social media.